Good evening, and on behalf of myself and the other hosts of Group Film, welcome to the first occasional Groupie Awards. The internet defines a groupie as a fan of a particular music group or other celebrity who follows them around in hopes of meeting them. As G-list celebrities, we can certainly relate to rock stars and celebrities. I can't begin to tell you the number of young single ladies who recognize my voice on the street and immediately profess their love. <laughs> I'm sure that has also happened to Stephen and Brian here as well. <laughs> I've written here, pause for laughter, so I'll wait for your laughter to stop before I continue. <laughs> we are calling this the first occasional Groupie Awards because we hope we will be doing this after each season of the podcast, so it won't be annual. Maybe it should be the first seasonal Groupie Awards. It has been our great pleasure to discuss 10 movies so far with all of you, our dozen loyal listeners, and the rest of you who accidentally downloaded our podcast. Tonight, we announced the winners for Season 1, and we want to thank the tens of you who voted. We wouldn't be here tonight without you. In contrast to the Oscars that starts with the boring categories no one cares about, and makes you wait until the end, four hours later, to hear the winners of the awards you actually care about, we won't do that to you. We care about our listeners and know you want to be able to listen to a better podcast halfway through. So we will be announcing the winners of the good categories first, knowing full well 90% of you don't make it to the end of the podcast. That's how much we care about you. <laughs> However, in order to keep you engaged and to keep you listening all through the podcast, as a reward for those of you who listen all the way through, we will be announcing the movies for season two throughout the podcast. So we encourage you to stay through the whole podcast. Without further Mountain Dew, I will invite our first presenter, Stephen, to present the award for Best Picture. Thank you. It's a privilege for me to present the first award of the evening. The films we honored tonight inspired us, touched our emotions, gave us hope and joy, and may even have changed our thinking. So let's get to the movies. Here are the nominees for Best Picture. The Dark Knight, directed by Christopher Nolan and starring Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, Michael Caine, and Morgan Freeman. Top Gun Maverick, directed by Joseph Kaczynski and starring Tom Cruise, Miles Teller, and Jennifer Connelly. Jaws, directed by Steven Spielberg and starring Roy Scheider, Richard Dreyfuss, Robert Shaw, and Lorraine Gary. Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taika Waititi, and starring Taika Waititi, Scarlett Johansson, Roman Griffin Davis, and Thomasin McKenzie. Citizen Kane, directed by Orson Welles, and starring Orson Welles, Joseph Cotton, Dorothy Cummingborn, and Everett Sloan. And the Groupie Award for Best Picture goes to Top Gun Maverick. Guys, 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 I'm sorry. No, there's a mistake. The Dark Knight, it won Best Picture. This is not a joke. I'm afraid he read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. The Dark Knight has won Best Picture. Uh, I think <clears throat> Top Gun should keep it anyway. Guys, this is really unfortunate what happened. Uh, Personally, I blame Steve Harvey for this. <laughs> I can't well, hold it together. This is so ridiculous. Oh my god, it's so good though. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was awkward, and we apologize to uh, fans of Top Gun Maverick. Uh, <laughs> for getting your hopes up? Yes. Yeah. The, the Dark Knight uh, was the winner of the groupie for Best Picture. You think we're going to get a lot of hate mail for that? Uh, I, I think people will send you death threats. Uh, I'd stay off social media for a little bit. <laughs> why, why did it have to be me? We're losing subscribers. We're getting hate mail. Just the whole nine yards. Oh my It'll be good. Hell Can I ask, though, was it by a landslide that Dark Knight won? It was... Was it close? It was not a landslide, but it was not close, necessarily. Mm. It was it was a, a definite win. A for, healthy... Yeah, it was a healthy win for Dark Knight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So... I'm a little surprised that it wasn't more competitive, to be honest. Uh huh. Um, what What do you think was the strongest contender for the for the award besides so, the Dark Knight? So who came in second? Who was runner up? I I can tell you that. Give me one second. Because I'll I'll tell you what my personal for me I got it I, I got it down to three. Mm-hmm. I had it down to two. I had it down to three, and then it was super hard. Super hard. Mm -hmm. But I got it down to two. Same. Yeah. And then between those two, it literally took me until, what, yesterday or the day before when you guys were telling me I just got to pick. And yeah, I I, should I say which one I picked or should we just keep it at Can I try to guess your three? Guess my three. You're going to get them. Is The Dark Knight, Jaws, and Citizen Kane. He knows me so well. Those were my three. <laughs> okay, so I, I will tell you, only three of the five movies even received votes. Oh. And Jaws was the only one that received one vote, which was me. So oh, there were only two recipients of votes, The Dark Knight and Top Gun Maverick. Wow. Really? And 66% of the votes went to The Dark Knight. Man. So it me, was convincing. Which one got no votes? Kane. And Jojo, Jojo and Citizen Kane got no votes. Yeah, and see that that hurts because I that was does hurt. I was between the Dark Knight and Citizen Kane. Yeah. I just it was so yeah. tough for me to pick, and I honestly I think for me the Dark Knight won out because of just how like the entertainment factor of it mm-hmm. and the fact that you can just rewatch it over and over. And Citizen Kane, as as amazing as it is, it's not a movie you can watch and rewatch over and over. It it like I was saying, it took me like three weeks, guys. I was just racking my brain. I was like, I cannot pick. I actually, Kane is the one that I eliminated from the three. Mm -hmm. And it's only because it's the newest one to my life and everything. Mm -hmm. And so I think that put it at a disadvantage, not dissing the film at all. Right. Uh, It it, it really is amazing. But uh, between The Dark Knight and Jaws, I went back and forth, back and forth. I literally went online and did The Dark Knight versus Jaws. (laughs) And found like this weird forum that looks like it was built in 2001 where people were just commenting. It's a site that you can put movies against each other and see what other people have commented that movie versus this movie. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It's not like it had, it doesn't have like a million comments. Maybe this, this particular matchup mm-hmm. had like 20 comments and mm-hmm. it was just mixed. Everybody, just, one guy was just like me. He was just like, it's like my two children. I cannot pick. That's crazy. It, and, uh, you know, half of them were like Jaws by a landslide. Other people were like, you are crazy. It's the Dark Knight by mm-hmm. a mile. Mm-hmm. And every, and so for I me, I, it didn't help me. It me. didn't help me. For me, it's Jaws by a landslide. Really? I think Jaws is just, you know, it's one of the 10 best movies ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? 
I, I and really as great as to. the Dark Knight is, it's not that level for Man, me. I had already made crazy. the decision to pick the Dark Knight, but then Juana helped me see something. She's all like, it's not fair to pick Jaws because Jaws has been able to stand the test of time. It's been around longer. Dark Knight doesn't have that kind of mileage on it yet. I don't think that's... I don't think so. And so I was just like, well, maybe she's right. You know, it's just like... If you keep taking these older movies that have been great for so long, and then you compare them to newer movies, it's like the newer movie hasn't had a chance yet. It's like, it's it's really, really good. We really like it. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to compare it to something that's been around for 50 years and has been recognized as amazing, excellent See, for I, 50 years? I think that, I think comparing it, you know, it's, it's like trying to compare apples to oranges because of that. Yeah. That is true. That's true. That's what makes it so tough. But as far as how am I going to feel about The Dark Knight when it came out versus, you know, it's been out 10 years versus it's been out 50 years, that I don't really see it affecting it as much. A great movie is a great movie, you know, and you're going to have reasons to like it. I don't see why after a while uh, you're going to find reasons to maybe appreciate it more, but I don't know about like, you know, are you going to like it less? I don't know. I think Dark Knight is old enough now, it's 15 years old, to where the, the time test doesn't really yeah. come into play. Both of them at this point, everybody's re- rewatched several times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think you can... Uh, Jaws is, Jaws is going to be 50 years old in two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, but Dude, you, you when can, that happens, I will expect like a reboot or some sort of announcement. I want something for the 50th anniversary. A remastered... No, we, we've already got... 4K Ultra HD. Oh, yeah. Are they going to do 8K? No, like we got to do something special for the 50th anniversary. I don't think I want do an announcement from Universal. We're rebooting it. John Hamm is playing Brody. And, you know, we're getting John Krasinski. <laughs> John Hamm uh, is now too Hooper. old for that. We <laughs> talked about that 10 years ago. I think he's John he's the perfect age. He can do it. He's no. not 50 yet, is he? Yeah, he's in his 50s. Okay, well, Brody looked like he was 50. Yeah, exactly. He looked like he was 50, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, th- I think we got to go a little bit younger. <laughs> Man, that's crazy, though. Okay, all right, then. I can live with it. That's fine. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a fine choice. Yeah. So, to make up for the uh, wrong picture snafu, I'd like to give our listeners uh, a preview of the first episode of season two. Ooh. The title of the movie that we'll be watching, uh, that will be our season two premiere for a group film. Should we do a drum roll? Sure. Let's do a drum roll. <laughs> Casino Royale. Yeah. Woo! I like it. I'm I like so it a lot. excited for that one. Guys, oh man. I cannot wait. I'm literally like that is probably on the list that we have. I don't know if it's the number one, but it's up there. It's up there. I'm so excited to do that one. I, I don't know if this is a hot take, but with YouTube probably <sighs> will be. I can already Here see it comes. I can already- Here it comes. Everybody seems to love Skyfall the most. For me, Casino Royale was and continues to be the best of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. That's and not a hot I, take. That's I, not a hot take. I don't take. care what that's, anybody that's, says. That's, that's not that's a hot not take. Not a hot take. That's thought, very reasonable. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, no, yeah. I, thought, I thought you guys were going to fight me on that. The, no, the no, opposite no. is reasonable, too. You could make a case for Skyfall. You could. And, and personally, though, the last time I saw the two, I gave Skyfall a millimeter more for just various reasons. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I'm not saying it's the number okay. one. I, give that's me fine. some time. Okay. Let me no, rewatch no, Casino okay. Royale again saying, and look, watch me finish that movie and then be like, it's the is, best. It's the best. This is, this is again, we're, we're previewing even the discussion at this point, not just the name, because this is how much we have to say about it. So 
let's just cut it here. But right. uh, but man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. We're pumped. Your hosts are looking forward to it, and so we hope you as the listener are also. Next up, next category to be announced, Best Actor in a Leading Role. Thank you very much, Andy. They say that a movie is only as good as its leading man. No, no one says that. I just made that up. I'm sorry. But these are the nominees for Best Actor of the movies that we talked about in Season 1. It could be true, though. Oh my it could God. be true. You just interrupted. You just, you, you're making me think about it right now. <laughs> and the leading man has a lot to do with the film's success. Okay, L- let's leave it at that. Okay. The, the, the movie's success sometimes hinges on the leading man. Robert Downey Jr. Now, here are the nominees for Best Actor of Season 1. Roy Scheider, Jaws. Tom Cruise, Top Gun Maverick. Keith Ledger, The Dark Knight. Jim Caviezel, The Count of Monte Cristo. Guy Pierce, The Count of Monte Cristo. And the Groupie Award for Best Actor goes to. This isn't a surprise to me at all. <laughs> I saw this coming a mile away. Heath Ledger, The Dark Knight. Very nice. Is there is there anything else to say? Uh, what I was gonna say is is that what did you consider Heath Ledger the best supporting actor? That's what I was originally thinking, but Andy did it that way. I'm going. I mean, I'm gonna go with the nominees regardless. But okay. still, we I mean, we had so many good options for supporting actor. Yeah. That and he gets so much screen time. It's true. It felt okay to include him as That's fine. best actor. Okay, and I'm good with it. He. Uh, and I'm know. glad because that way he doesn't have to compete with the guy I wanted to win <laughs> supporting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's 100% understandable. I liked it. That groupie award is is very well deserved. There's not really much more to be said about it, is there? I mean, the other nominees, they did great. Yeah. That's also I, I no was, question. again, one of the dissenting votes. I actually voted for Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah. I wanted Tom Cruise to be recognized, especially because I, I figured in a later category, I, I had a feeling it was going to be a slam dunk for Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, why not Tom Cruise? I really am disappointed that he didn't get nominated for an actual Oscar, mm. even though they talked about that for this movie. You want me to tell you why? Because at this point, he's not even acting. He's just like being himself. <laughs> There's no, there's no process anymore. He's not even pretending. There's been rumors that uh, the Academy doesn't like him. It's that Lord Zenu power that he's on. You know? Nothing stops the cruise missile. It question always hits. You, question for you, B. Take uh, Ledger out of here, and who are you picking? With, I want to see if you pick the same guy I do. With Ledger out, it's Roy Scheider. Oh, really? Okay. I'm I surprised had, by that. I had Jim Caviezel. Again, because of the range and the, the art mm, transformation. I can see that. Yeah, That's just me. I can see it. But Roy Scheider had to act with one of the worst looking animatronics in the history of filmmaking. And uh, made it so believable. He did He did good. So yeah, yeah you can see the, gen- the genuine dread. Um, and that's tough to do. All right. Thank you very much, Brian. Now, we're going to go ahead and to the next category. Best Actress in a Leading Role. Lots of lovely and very talented ladies in 
our movies from season one. Mm-hmm. Are they more lovely or more talented? Don't in don't answer Maybe. that. Don't answer it. I feel like that's a it's a trap. A trap. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, a trap. <laughs> I will not be answering that. <laughs> the nominees for best actress in a leading role: Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Dagmar Damanchik, The Count of Monte Cristo. Jennifer Connelly, Top Gun Maverick. Maggie Gyllenhaal, The Dark Knight. Christina Applegate, Anchorman. And the groupie goes to... Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. You would... I knew it. Oh, man. I mean, is that... Did you pick someone different? I did. Who? Dagmar Dagmar, I knew it. I knew yeah. it. Andy, did you? I also picked Dagmar. Okay, I, I knew. I, knew I, I didn't watch Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> I couldn't be objective. And as honestly, much, just kind of, I, I didn't. I didn't I, watch. I remember Scarlet. She was great. I picked Dagmar. I don't know why. Yeah, I just. Yeah, did. I know. It felt right. You can't even justify it. Can it felt you? right. Why? It felt right. Okay, so originally I picked uh, Jennifer Connelly. And then I started thinking about it again, and I said, what scene would I pick if it's part of the reel? Mm-hmm. And I could not identify one for Jennifer Connelly from the movie, even though I thought she was excellent. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about Dagmara, and in, there's two scenes the that I love. The carriage, and then yeah. when she goes to his house yeah. that night, and I thought, either one of those wins versus anything else I can think of yeah. uh, for, for the latest in this category. And so in, that and in, uh, made it a slam dunk Probably should have watched JoJo then. In probably should have. Uh, Al- Al- I might do that before season two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. In Albert's uh, birthday party too. Oh, she, yeah. She does really well yeah. there when Fernand doesn't show up and she's just like trying to figure out what she's going to do. Yeah, even her, her facial tics yeah. are, are excellent. Yeah, That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, now, <laughs> Stephen, will you announce for us the second season two podcast? With much pleasure. The second movie we'll be doing in our season two of group film is going to be Remember the Titans. One of my absolute favorite movies of all time. Yeah. My question is, how many... Uh, Denzel Washington impressions are we going to have on that episode? Steven's doing one for sure. Is anyone not, else I will not be it? doing one. You should at least attempt it. No. I just wanted I just want to do the other guy. What's his name? Coach uh not Boone. That's Denzel, the other coach. Where he goes, "You blitz all night. You're doing oh, it." Will Patton? Will Patton. I can't remember the the character's yeah. name now. Um <laughs> yeah, remember the Titans uh, a favorite in my household. Uh, you know, growing up and even now, um, just super inspirational, uh, really good story. It's uh, it's a fairly wholesome movie, and um, yeah, and it tackles some some tough yeah it does themes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, some really beautiful moments in that movie that um, resonated a lot with me. So I wanted to put it on the list. That we haven't done a sports movie yet. Exactly. Did you not catch my pun? Then I said it tackles some some tough themes come on guys i'm sorry i i I didn't catch it but it's good yeah it's good it's very good (laughs) thank you yes grab a ruffle (laughs) okay fine (laughs) Uh, also as a sports movie i I appreciate that it is 
not ridiculous because a lot of sports movies they take you know mm-hmm. some crazy mm-hmm. liberties with how sports actually work mm-hmm. and it makes it unbelievable. Uh, and so, from what I recall, and I guess we'll, we'll see when we actually watch the movie and discuss it. I remember it being a solid sports movie, aside mm-hmm. from all the racial themes and the life lessons and just the, you know the beauty of the movie and the acting and all that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it. Continuing on to our next category, Stephen, please announce the best actor in a supporting role. The nominees are Richard Dreyfus, Jaws, Gary Oldman, The Dark Knight. Michael Caine, The Dark Knight. Andy Garcia, Ocean's Eleven. Robert Shaw, Jaws. Ah, and the Groupies Award. What are you bored? What what was that sigh? What was was that? that? (laughs) It was a sigh of hope. Yeah, that was a sigh of defeat. Yeah, you haven't even read it yet. That was a sigh of hope. Okay, and and what are you? Let, let, read let, the card. Let, let me read it, and read then the we'll we'll go from there. Read the card. The award. Go- <laughs> the award goes to. Ready, so he, now he's defeated. <laughs> the award goes to Michael Caine, The Dark Knight. Really? How in the world? Really? Yes. How in the world did he win? What happened there, dude? Something happened what there, happened? bro. There's no way. Oh, oh well, I'm sorry. Mad respect to Michael Caine. Uh, yeah, exactly. Great actor. Yeah, no, he's great. But, but what out of all here? the nominees here, there's no way. What happened? Uh, I know both of you picked Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw got very few votes. <sighs> At least we picked the right answer. Yeah, we did. <laughs> there, there's, for me, there's only one right answer here. It's and Robert, it is Shaw. Robert Shaw. How can you listen to the monologue? In in the orca and not pick Robert Shaw for like this guy. Like a dog's eyes. Come on. Well, I picked Michael Caine. Oh God! Up, I was right. God, yeah. why? Oh my God! I'll the, never the, put this to a vote. Again. <laughs> the the second highest vote getter was Gary Oldman. Hooper. <laughs> so clearly, our fans. Hooper, love... fix the fix the award. <laughs> it's me, Robert Shaw. <laughs> From the grave. <laughs> oh, God. Clearly, our fans, our listeners, love The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Because the second highest vote getter was Gary Oldman. And I love Gary Oldman. He's I one of my do. favorite actors Come of all time. on. But this is just this? a lack of knowledge here, man. For the, Because, honestly, Gary Oldman could have phoned in his performance as, as Commissioner Gordon and done great. And, and he obviously, he didn't do that. But, but in comparison... In these two particular roles, I, I, I still think it's Robert Shaw. I yeah. just do. You know how I say sometimes the Academy goofed? Well, the, the groupies <laughs> uh, consensus goofed on this one. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm going to get upset. Yeah, we're getting heated. I'm, I'm getting hot under the collar. Okay, well, I would like to apologize to our listeners. If you would like to send death threats to Stephen <laughs> O'Brien... Uh, stick around at the end of the podcast. I will share their yeah, social I, media I, handles I, I and might, their phone number. I, I might send a threat out to y'all. <laughs> Feel free to feel free to DM your death threats at Groove Film on Instagram. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, no! Don't do that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, don't do that. Sorry. Well, I apologize again to our <laughs> listeners. You did not deserve that level of vitriol and hate. <laughs> oh. To make it up to you, I will be announcing Best Actress in a Supporting Role. I feel like Andy always gets the actress. Yeah, uh, categories, yeah, so right? Far. I wonder how, how why, why, why did it work out that way? Uh, the ladies love me. I don't know. 
or I love the ladies. I don't know. The nominees are Elizabeth Olsen, Captain America, Civil War. Julia Roberts, Oceanless Eleven. Elsa Kaur, Jojo Rabbit. Dorothy Cumminglor, Citizen Kane. Thomasin McKenzie, Jojo Rabbit. Lorraine Gary, Jaws. And the groupie goes to Julia Roberts, Ocean's Yes! Thank you! I can respect it. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, I was so hoping that it wasn't going to be Lorraine Gary or Elizabeth Olsen. Well, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys want to peek behind the curtain or behind the scenes using a, a segment term we use we like to use on the podcast what all right let's yeah. hear it let's let, hear it let us peek man <laughs> julia roberts won as a tiebreaker really because of the weighted voting oh elizabeth olsen got more fan votes no oh, no do you see me? no what's no. going on here man? no we've no, got no. a no this, that's no. not even close no 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 i'm sorry but no no, no. Uh-uh. Acting? It's not who do you like more. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen's accent changes every movie she's in. There is no... I'm sorry. No disrespect to her, but that's... that's. Continue, please. I'm sorry. You know, now you feel how I feel. In the words of Lady Gaga, the fans are not going to like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. I can't believe I love that's... Elizabeth Olsen. I'm not going to hate on her. I'm just glad that... I'm not I'm glad, I'm glad that she didn't get it. Yeah, and because of your, thank goodness, it's because of weighted vote. Yeah, yeah. that's because of your vote. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I put I put Dorothy. I'm pretty sure I did for in in Citizen Kane for her role in Citizen Kane. She would have been my runner up. Yes, you did. She would have put. She would have been my runner up. Yeah. But okay, that's fine. That's all right. It's okay. All right. There's no reason to get heated if the right person won. You know. Yeah. Why are we getting so upset? I don't know why you guys are so upset because it was almost the other one. You guys are making the listeners very upset. I know. We're, they're what never going to participate in any uh, no. survey. You, you think they did they this did? on purpose, man? No, they didn't. They're not trolling us. They wouldn't troll us. I think they might. We would troll them, but they wouldn't troll us. I'm okay. pretty sure. Brian, please announce the third season two podcast as an apology to our listeners. Okay, fine. As an apology, we are excited to announce that the third movie chosen for our season two is going to be Psycho. Directed yeah. by Alfred Hitchcock. Nice. I, I am so pumped for that one. It's going to be excellent. You think it might make us psychotic? Have you seen that movie? Have you seen it? I have not seen it Have yet. you seen it? I have not seen it. I might actually watch that. You, oh, oh, I am, I, even you, more am I looking seen forward it? to it. Yes, I have. Oh, it's man. Okay. 100% worth it. Okay. Can't wait for y'all to watch it. I kind of want to be there when you watch it. Okay. You do? Yes. Okay. Uh, so th- this will be helpful for me and also for our <laughs> listeners that are like me. If you don't like intense, tense, scary movies, can you watch this movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I wasn't mean, very convincing. Well, but. I mean, obviously, it, it's within the thriller suspense genre. So, I mean, if you can't tolerate any suspense, then obviously, you know, it's not for you. But this isn't like a horror movie. This isn't something that's going to, you know, freak you out or give you nightmares. It is just all around. No jump scares. Uh, no, not that I can remember, anyways. But, okay. anyways, the 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 point of it is, is that it's it's. I mean, it's so well made. 
and you get invested, it's worth it. I, can't, I don't want to say too much, but it is 100% worth it. And if anybody listening wants to watch it before we do you know, the podcast, I recommend that too. I can't wait. I love watching the classics. You know? Oh, yes. And I, this is one that I just haven't gotten around to. Yeah. You're okay. going to like it. You're going to like it. I promise. So if this was like uh, somebody who's lactose intolerant, I'm tension intolerant. So tension it, it won't give me diarrhea. It'll just make me gassy. Exactly. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's good. That's a good way of putting it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, Brian, we're up to our next category, and we are ready to announce best original score. Thank you, Andy. The score of a movie is oftentimes overlooked and yet one of the most appreciated aspects. Music can move you in ways in which words and actions cannot. Amen. And so we definitely wanted to dedicate a groupie award to this very important category. The nominees for best original score are Jaws, The Dark Knight, Top Gun Maverick, Ocean's Eleven, and The Count of Monte Cristo. And here we go. The Groupie Award goes to... Is this going to break my heart? No, it won't. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) And I'm not hating. I love that score. I do too. It's really good. I have like four or five of them, uh, those tracks downloaded on my phone. But it's not the best. Okay, so... What happened here, Andy? (laughs) Please give me the numbers. The three of us all voted for Jaws. Of course! And even with that, it wasn't enough. The fan vote... The fan vote in this... So, just goes to show how uh, educated our, our listeners are. It was split pretty much... Uh, across the board amongst every every single movie received votes really um this was oh, not wow this was very very this might be the closest of all the the categories mm-hmm. and so top gun maverick barely beat out the dark knight and oceans 11 those were the, the runner-ups that's crazy wow. yeah that is crazy so yeah it is a little surprising or actually i'm sorry i apologize i take that back uh, Top Gun Maverick barely beat out Jaws, I should say. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jaws mm-hmm. was the, the runner-up. Okay. I was about to say, Jaws ended up fourth or fifth. I'm like... Because in, yeah, in no. terms of just, you know, iconic and memorable, Jaws and its simplicity does so much. Yep. And I think that's why, you know, we all voted for it. But um, but no, not to hate on the other ones, because I, I love the music in Top Gun. You know, that, uh, that intro is instantly recognizable and i guess the same could i mean you listen to to any track from oceans you know that it's you know it's an oceans movie yeah and the dark knight yeah what what more can even be said i love that score Hans zimmer my goodness even as a result of this podcast i've grown to appreciate the scoring in in film more mm-hmm. listen to you guys talk about it so so passionately so that's awesome i i think our our listeners are beginning to appreciate that kind of stuff more and like cinematography i I think i think we're doing a service 
And, well, and not me, you guys. I I, I don't know. Well, no, it's it's a it's a team effort, and I just I probably there's a good opportunity to just say to our listeners that if we get up if we get upset with some of these results, please don't take it personally. I think take it just, personally. We just have these these our own opinions, and that's okay. It's fine. Uh, we really really appreciate all the input and uh, and and you guys' feedback. We really do. They don't believe you, Brian. They've already. Turned off the podcast. They already sent the, the hate mail, hey, hey, the hey, death hey. threats. Hey, let me say something to our listeners, okay? We love you guys, but vote better. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just got a tweet. You did? Yeah. It says you suck. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know, some generic user. You oh. you as in like the the collective you, the podcast, or just Steven? I blame both of you. I don't think it's re- <laughs> directed at me. This is... This isn't live. Who could possibly? <laughs> they can hear us. Someone, someone's listening in. Someone. Oh How my could God. they be listening in? Let's go. <laughs> Steven missed the joke. Okay, Steven. We're at uh, Best Cinematography now. Best Cinematography, Season 1. The nominees are... Jaws. The Dark Knight. Top Gun Maverick, Citizen Kane, Jojo Rabbit, and the Groupie Award for Best Cinematography goes to The Dark Knight. Okay, all right, I can live with that. That's fine. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I did pick Kane just because of how influential it was. Okay, but. The Dark Knight is such a gorgeous looking movie, so I don't blame anybody for voting that one. <laughs> and so Citizen Kane did get quite a few votes. Really? It was third. I think what might have affected it is I would bet that still a couple of the listeners haven't actually seen the movie yet, so they couldn't really comment on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those that hasn't actually gotten around to seeing it yet. <laughs> okay. Kane was my vote, by the way. Was it? Yeah. My man. Thank you. But that's okay. I, I mean,. It's our, like I said, I can live with the Dark Knight. Yeah. Gorgeous. Okay. Well, now it's my privilege to announce the fourth movie for season two that we'll be covering. This is one that is a personal favorite of mine and one I'm very excited to cover. Can't wait to watch the movie again and then to have uh, lots of opinions and uh, <laughs> on, on this movie. And the movie uh, will be Mean Girls. Sorry, I interrupted with a drum roll there. <laughs> but yes. It did deserve a drum roll, to be fair. <laughs> yes, Mean, mean Girls, Girls. starring <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yeah. Amy Poehler's in it. I mean, it's a it's a classic comedy for a reason. Yes. Yeah. It is a great movie. Get I think some. that was <laughs> I think that was Lindsay Lohan's peak. Uh, so we'll we'll be uh Discussing that it's in, exciting. in episode four of season two. Yep, that's exciting. All right, we've reached uh, our next award for tonight, and it is Best Visual Effects. I love movies that have lots of visual effects. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. As long as they're well done, I appreciate them in movies. The nominees for Best Visual Effects. Top Gun Maverick. Captain America, Civil War. The Dark Knight. Jaws. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
and the groupie for best visual effects goes to Top Gun Maverick. Yes! Well deserved. Love it. Well, well deserved. And, I mean, because visual effects can be both practical and CG, like CG, you know? It's, yeah. It, it, it encompasses all of that. And Top Gun, I mean, their dedication to doing things as practically as possible, I think, is why it, it won. Because you just can't get effects like that, uh, you know, with computer-generated graphics. It's it just, wouldn't just have been no the way. same. Yeah, there's no, no way. It, it's had to be for real. Well-deserved. I Damn. voted for Captain America, but I'm not mad at all that Top Gun won. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm more than content with that outcome. Nice. All right, Brian. <clears throat> please give us the best story. Story is the backbone of any movie. You can have the best actors and the prettiest effects, but without a good story to entertain you, then the message is lost. Oh, that was deep. Thanks, man. Thank you. I just came. I just came up with that too. You know, that's I, so I appreciate. Deep. I, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> and so, it's my privilege to announce the the nominees for best story of season one, and they are. Jaws, The Dark Knight, Top Gun Maverick, The Count of Monte Cristo, and Captain America Civil War. And the Groupie Award for Best Story goes to The Count of Monte Cristo. Alright, I'm good with that. I'm good with it too. Yeah. Solid story. Such a solid solid story. Fantastic story. (laughs) That should have been the winner, and I would have been very disappointed if it did not. Well, was it was it like a definitive win, or did it come close? What were the numbers on that? Yeah, six uh, two thirds of the vote went to the Count of Monte Cristo. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I think it it's a story that has withstood the test of time. Good job, listeners. (laughs) It's literally hundreds of years old, and it it's still. One of the best stories ever told. So it's because revenge tastes sweet. Yeah, you know, that's why I think that's what everyone just loves to see. It's a dish best served cold and sweet, like <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> oh man, no, that's good. That's good. Well deserved. Another well deserved win. Yes, sir. I'm I'm good with it. Stephen, please announce for us the fifth season two podcast. All right, so the fifth season two podcast is one that is near and dear to my heart. It's a film that I absolutely love, and uh, I respect the people involved very much. And the movie is The Social Network. Man. David Fincher's 2010, dare I say, masterpiece? Drama? Drama? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Masterpiece? It is a drama, Fantastic. Fantastic. With elements of, of other things, too. That's going to be a movie that is going to generate a lot of discussion. I can already see it. From a story standpoint, you know, from character motivations to uh, technical aspects of filmmaking. Uh, mm, it's going to be delicious, man. The soundtrack, the score of it. Oh, man. Oh, so I, much. So I'm going to have a lot of eggs for that one. Oh, I've only good. seen the movie once, so I'm looking forward to You've watching it again. You've only seen I, it once? I've only seen it the one time. Andy, wait. I've seen it like four times, and it gets better every time I, I see it. I can't wait to hear your ad. It's I'm so good. 
It's a great story, great acting. How many eggs? Very well told. It's Aaron Sorkin, for goodness sake. How many eggs are you expecting? Uh, Enough to feed the homeless. Baker's dozen? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, we're only, only, what, five announcements in to uh, season two, and it's looking pretty stacked. It's it's good, man. I'm loving it. It it will be, hopefully, an excellent season of movies. That's what we're hoping for. Steven, we've reached uh, the award for best hero. What can I say about heroes? We need them. And they're always there for us. I thought you were talking about the sandwich. <laughs> Those two, from time to time. Okay. But we need actual heroes uh, more than that. And uh, this entire season had a lot of great heroes. I would like to announce the nominees for the best hero of the films we covered in season one. The nominees are Martin Brody, Jaws. Bruce Wayne, Batman, The Dark Knight. Steve Rogers, or Captain America, in Captain America Civil War. Edmund Dante, The Count of Monte Cristo. Pete Maverick Mitchell, Top Gun Maverick. And the award goes to Steve Rogers, Captain America Civil Really? Wow. Okay. All right. Um, it's hard to make an argument against I, I, I dare think, you to try. I think that, I I think that to even get started. Andy bought some people I'm to make not this happen. even getting started. There's no way. No. There's I, no way you didn't ask or, or, or at least nudge people to vote this what's, way. What are the numbers? What are the numbers? Apparently, I didn't need to. Apparently, my argument during the podcast was so moving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That people said, dang, Andy was right. No. And therefore, they voted. There's no way. America. I, I want to I see the we, receipts. We decimated you on that podcast. I wanted made Iron Man look like It God. was four to one, and you're bragging about decimating somebody? <laughs> what's second place? Second place was The Dark Knight, Bruce Wayne. Oh. How in the world did Steve Rogers beat out beat out Bruce Wayne? He's clearly who, a better did you hero. Vote for, did you vote for Bats? I'm pretty sure I did. Me too. Did I not? That's who I voted for. I'm no, pretty sure. You, you voted for Edmund Dantes. I did? Yes. Okay. I and I'm not why. saying that, that Steve Rogers isn't a hero, but I thought a lot about this category, actually, and mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about it for just a moment. Most of these characters... They made the decisions that they made thinking either about themselves or just the people closest to them. But the difference that I found with Bruce Wayne is that he was looking out for the interests of an entire city and less about himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, He takes these actions even after he loses Rachel. And he still, because of the city, he does what he does. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the case of Martin Brody, you know, defeating the shark and everything... He's not doing that for the town of Amity so much. I mean, for for his job reasons, yes, but really his back is pinned to the wall, it's, or I should say the boat. Self-preservation. And it's self-preservation. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Steve Rogers, you know, heroic, uh, but kind of uh, bending the rules a little bit there. I guess you can I guess he'd be a runner-up. Edmund Dantes, the revenge, revenge. factor. Yeah. You yeah. know, that kind of takes away a little bit from his heroism. Mm-hmm. And Pete Maverick Mitchell, you know, does what he does because he's a, a patriot. Right. Essentially. So I felt that Bruce Wayne was the the biggest hero because it was less motivated by self-interest. Exactly. Which is one of the defining traits of a hero. Right. Is self-sacrifice. 
Yeah. Actual sacrifice. I could go yeah. into a long spiel about don't do why it. Steve you know, Rogers don't is more do self-sacrificing. Don't even. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that don't I need to. I mean, if, I mean, if we really wanted to just put an end to this, I mean, who defeated Thanos in the end? It was Iron Man. It wasn't Cap. Cap didn't die. He didn't do anything. <laughs> Really, he just at the end, you know, survived, goes back in time, decides to live a life, you people know, are, with, this, are, with this chick. I mean, so after after everything, after like twenty films, all he wanted was the girl. He was just chasing. Look, he was we, chasing tail. People are like turning off the podcast right now as we speak <laughs> because we're opening up this debate again. We can't do that. Well, this we is can't. this is the fourth time you criticize their choices, so they are not happy with you. Clearly. The public has spoken, and they voted Steve Rogers, so you can suck it. Oh, my gosh. Okay? Did anybody else get get a vote? Uh, yeah, Edmund Dantes got a couple votes, okay. and Brody got one. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I know who voted for Brody. I think it was Juana. Brody being the everyman. Yeah. And in Brody's defense, real quick, it wasn't uh, because of his job, because he didn't have to go on the boat with Quinn. Right. That's true. Clint actually wanted to go alone. Right. right. So he did right. it because he was a hero and he thought, I should be on this boat. Didn't did, does was, Mayor Vaughn tell him you got to be on that boat too or something uh, like that? I don't remember that. But even if he was told to do it, he had to put aside his own fear of the water and obviously of the shark yeah. to, that, to be able to do that's that. That's a good Thank point. God he did because otherwise the shark would still be eating people in Amity yeah, today. Exactly. Exactly. Could you imagine? It's been almost 50 years, but the town of Amity continues to lose numbers in population. No, they would have all Why? been gone. <laughs> Why? Because of the silent terror of an underwater beast who, when devours you, the last thing you see are its jaws. What are you even... Like imitating what? I, I've a teaser trailer for Jaws. Have you never seen it? Oh, that's it's a guy doing a voice is. just like that. That's I thought that was Ron Burgundy. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Savage Andy. <sighs> go go watch the teaser for it again, and, and you, or, or the trailer. I don't know if it was a teaser. Or a trailer, that's very good. Okay. Well, I have been called a villain before, so I feel this is appropriate. Uh, for me to announce best villain. One day, I will share on this podcast, when we do Aladdin, my story of the villain Jafar <laughs> and how I almost ended him in Orlando. That's for another day. That is a good story. For now, I will simply announce the nominees for best villain. Baron Zemo, Captain America, Civil War. Fernand Mondego, the Count of Monte Cristo. The Shredder, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Shark, or Bruce, Jaws. The Joker, The Dark Knight. And the Groupie, for best villain, The Shark, Jaws. I'm just kidding. You guys believed that, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, you're kidding. You're, you're. Oh, I can't. Believe I was expecting it. more vitriol and insulting the listeners, but no, I guess not. If no, you no. Said, if you would have said Baron Zemo, I would have been very yeah. upset. Yeah. <laughs> Super upset. Okay. Everybody uh, else is a legit pick. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised you feel that way. 
The groupie for best villain goes to the Joker, the Dark Knight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. That is the best answer. Yeah, it really is. That is the only answer, and it was by far the biggest landslide in any yeah. of the categories. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It was overwhelming. Man. Um, and that is the correct answer. Any other answer is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Mondego was a great villain. He was a fantastic villain, but it's not the Joker. Hmm. If the Joker wasn't in this category, that would have been a very interesting discussion, I think. Because mm-hmm. I could even make a great argument for Baron Zemo over any of the others. I don't know. Uh, you, can, you can make the argument that... He's too big of a fan of that movie, I think. You can make an argument he's a good villain, but over the other ones? No he, way. Okay, here, here's the 10-second version of I'll that. take Shredder over him. <laughs> he manages to defeat a bunch of superheroes without actually having any powers to fight them. Mm-hmm. And That's I, pretty impressive. I see your point, but... The movie doesn't do a great job of really showing that that's because of him. You know, things just happen to fall in his lap, and it ends up that way. But And, he, and even if he's a villain, he gets lost in that movie amidst all the conflict between the heroes. Yeah, he's definitely not a standout villain. In fact, if you were to ask somebody before listening to this podcast, what's the name of the villain in Captain America Civil Nobody War? Knows. They're not saying. They'll say Iron Man before they say... Yeah, so that would have been a good option too. No. Iron Man as the villain you, because you but he's your not the mouth. villain. No. <laughs> he, he he was he was a, a secondary villain in the movie. Oh my gosh, Brian! Please uh, tease us with the sixth season two podcast. Absolutely, the sixth episode is going to be drum roll, please. Into the Spider Verse. Fantastic movie. That's a fan favorite right there. Can't wait. Oh, man. I don't even want to ask how many eggs Andy is going to have in that one. Because mm. it is a lot of eggs. I, I think I would run out of time trying to find all the eggs because they loaded that movie it's, and the sequel with yeah. tons of Easter eggs. It's packed full. I would say take your time. Pick your favorites. Please do not give us a hundred of those. Just say all of them. No. <laughs> That'll be in the director's cut. No. No. <laughs> Just an hour of me reading. <laughs> oh, so exciting. Yeah. That that was a movie initially I wasn't uh, excited about. I didn't know. It just kind of caught me by surprise. That, mm-hmm. Hey, there's this animated Spider-Man movie coming out. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Same man, here. Mm-hmm. What a job they did. Mm-hmm. Really, really amazing work. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it ended up being. Yeah. Really, when I saw the trailers, I was like, oh, that's that's cute. But I, I, I had no idea that it was going to be really well done. I don't even remember watching the trailer for it. I think I just like realized at one point that there's a spot, like an animated Spider-Man movie. And at the time, it's like, oh, an animated Spider-Man movie is probably a low budget, you know, yeah. kind of thing. It's not. And yeah, just like you said, I was very pleasantly surprised. I saw it more than once in the theaters. Mm. In theaters? In oh, theaters, wow. yeah. 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 So we, we'll look forward to discussing that during season two mm-hmm. brian please bless us with the best anti-hero absolutely one blessing coming right up <laughs> how best to describe an anti-hero a protagonist someone that you can root for but they gotta bend the rules they don't follow you know ev- everything to the letter of the law because their main goal just has to has to has to get done has to be accomplished no matter the cost no matter the rules they have to break, 
or bend. I'm going too far with this. I know. I'm sorry. The nominees for and best... And they do break the rules. The best anti-hero the nominees are Quint in Jaws. Hangman in Top Gun Maverick. James Bucky Barnes, Captain America, Civil War. Danny Ocean in Ocean's Eleven. And Ron Burgundy in Anchorman. And the groupie award for best anti-hero goes to Danny Ocean. Yes! Yes! I love it! Is there any other one that you would be happy with winning? Uh, that was my pick. It was, that was number well. one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... Was it a landslide? It was not. It was actually fairly close. Oh. Um, who was second? Hangman. And really? I think, I think that's a really good option. I mean, I like Hangman, but did he... I mean, I don't know. So the definition of anti-hero is mainly what you said, but they they lack the qualities of a true hero, and so he is the polar opposite of our protagonist in that movie. Hmm. In the sense that he's selfish, he looks out for his best interests. You know, his very name, Hangman, is because he leaves you out to he hangs you out to dry. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, the whole movie they're saying about how he's going to get somebody killed, mm-hmm. but yet you still kind of root for him, and he seems likable. So I think he was a, a strong choice for. It's anti-hero. Fine. I can I can see it. That's Especially good... because I don't know how many of the listeners knew 100% the definition, right. but yet I feel like they, they still had a good pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. You, you, you made a convincing argument. Yeah. I could see it. I tend to do that. But well, not more than Danny Ocean. Glad he came in second. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alrighty. One of my uh, favorite categories, best fight, coming up now. Steven, please tell us the nominees. Don't read the answer yet. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it yet. I promise. <laughs> the nominees for Best Fight. Cap and Bucky versus Tony. Captain America Civil War. April's Apartment. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Pruitt Building Siege. The Dark Knight. Edmund versus Fernand. The Count of Monte Cristo. News Fight. Anchorman. And the award goes to Cap and Bucky versus Tony. What? No! I'm sorry, but no, that's the wrong answer. I think that he's paying people. Please. He must be paying people. No! 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 Here's here's what I'll say about this. I'm not even. It's not because it's that movie. If you had put on here the airport fight, which you should have, that would have been the best fight, hands down, for me, in my opinion. That wasn't what I voted, but um. You know, I, I would have, I had, I would have picked three of these instead of that one, personally. Mm-hmm. I think I would have too. So again, the listeners disagree with you guys. <laughs> um, Clearly. <laughs> it was pretty significant, uh, the votes for this particular fight. I think our listeners really liked that movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- there were multiple fight scenes in this movie, of course. And so... Uh, Cap and Bucky versus Tony was the most personal. It's the one that meant the most. Even the even in the airport fight, they're not really trying to harm each other. They're mm-hmm. pulling their punches, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this one, Tony is willing to kill either or both of them, and so that one the stakes were elevated, which is why it was the nominee for best fight. I mean, I understand. I just don't agree. Yeah. So. 
I don't know what to tell you there. It's okay. It's fine. It's what fine. was your pick, BM? It's fine. I think I think I voted for the news fight. Yeah. The news fight in Anchorman. <laughs> yeah. Brian didn't even take it seriously. So I, you guys are raging, I, and no, you no, should no. be mad at Brian. I, I, I voted April's apartment. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, and yeah. You, you were the only vote for that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. People just hated on TMS. Was I the only vote for news fight? No. I mean, the uh-huh. music, the dee-nee-nee-nee-nee-nee-nee-nee. I said, you coming? Oh, what did he say? Like, I'll catch up or I'll cover you. Yeah. yeah that's great. Uh, I think only you, me, and Oscar really love that movie in this entire town. <laughs> I think everybody else pretty much hates it. And I, I don't know why. Because they were born in 2001? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I was born in 92. And I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan, but I'm not hating on it either, okay? Don't get upset. Don't give me that look. Don't get upset. Don't, just, yeah, relax. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Let's we move have on. a real fight here. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and announce the seventh season two podcast now. And it is, drumroll please, La La Land. Woo! I am excited for that one. First musical of the podcast. Yep. And a great one. Yeah. I, I, I never watched it. Uh, and I will not be watching it. You have to watch it. You gotta watch it, it man. I, I will not be watching it. Do it for group it's film. It's really no, good, man. It's I've, worth it. I've got my reasons. We don't no. need to go into it now. That's a whole different <laughs> okay. podcast. Okay. God. But yeah, I know lots of people will be excited to, to hear that one. And I'm sure we'll have some great guests on there to dissect that film with our audience. I say we do that episode of the podcast in the style of a musical. So like multiple segments, we're, we're going to have to write our own songs and and sing them you know so brian's by himself when that's right <laughs> yeah so he's doing a solo musical because yeah i'm not i'm definitely not in there you up for that challenge man you can't leave me high and dry by myself you said you were going to be on it you said until you said what you just said now <laughs> you could do it i bet you could do it what if i wrote the song and you just have to sing it uh, that could be worse <laughs> i think the two of you could do it as a duo Speaking of oh. duos, let's announce the winner for best duo. Nice segue. Nice. Thank you. The nominees for best duo, Danny and Rusty, Ocean's Eleven. Edmund and Jacopo, The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, my man, forever. Steve Rogers and Bucky, Captain America, Civil War. That's awful. Maverick and Rooster. Sorry, I, I messed up your, Do your line here. Do that one again, Andy. Steve and Bucky are like, uh, like <laughs> at, at each other's throats for half the movie. No, they're not. That's like the best duo. Hey, hey, save this for after the... Uh, the How are they at, uh, No, 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 no. He finds them in, he finds them in the apartment. And they're fighting in an apartment. He, they're the, not fighting each other. Do this after the nominees are set. Uh, after the winner is said. Save it. Okay. Steven's so wrong. <laughs> you see how his bias against... Captain America is so strong, he he makes up facts. It's like freaking Donald Trump over here. <laughs> alternative view, alternative facts, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to start over. All right, start over. The whole thing. Okay, I'll be quiet. The nominees for best duo, Danny and Rusty, Ocean's Eleven, Edmond and Jacopo, The Count of Monte Cristo. Steve Rogers and Bucky, Captain America, Civil War.
Maverick and Rooster, Top Gun Maverick. Batman and Gordon, The Dark Knight. My finger's ready. <laughs> I swear. I swear this is rigged. It's not going to be. It's not going to be Captain Bucky. It's not, just relax, okay? Let's let's hear it. The winner for best duo, Danny and Rusty, yeah. Ocean's Eleven. Thank you. Thank you. About to say, dude. If that that would have proven that Andy rigged this whole thing, if they win. Uh, so, here, in, in full transparency. There are very few categories where I voted for anything Captain America. Mm-hmm. I had nothing to do with the results. I was actually very surprised at how many votes it got in so many categories. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for you! <laughs> Steven, Steven's very salty during this podcast. It's supposed to be a celebration, Steven. Yeah, some, of these, some of these winners, man. You're so, you're super salty. It's hilarious, dude. You okay. went full Christian Bale. Oh, God. Brian, please announce for us the best segment. <clears throat> Alrighty. As you guys know, our podcast consists of various segments, uh, each with their own objective, and they can be entertaining, they can be informative, all that good stuff. Let's see which one uh, deserves the groupie award. The nominee... Well, okay, we don't have to say nominees, right? Because it's just all the segments. Oh, wait, no, there are there are nominees. Sorry. Yeah, they're, ne- they're nominees, yeah. My mistake, because some of them are just better than others. The nominees for best segment of Groove Film are The Hit It Takes, Storytime with Andy, Egg Drops, Behind the Scenes, Winners and Losers. And the Groupie Award for Beck's segment goes to The Egg Drops. Nice. Nice. I like nice. that. Okay. All right. I like it. I can see it. Tell me the numbers on that one. It's just so interesting. Uh, so for that one, Egg Drops won convincingly. Uh, be- cool. Behind the Scenes uh, was second. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Third, Storytime with Andy. That was Bare- my vote. Barely. It's, it's really just Brian's vote, which kind of <laughs> swayed it. And Everybody's then, favorite segment. Yeah. In, in fourth was the Hitta Takes. Okay. All right. Okay. And okay. I'm glad it wasn't dead last. Right. Receiving no votes was winners and losers. Oh, okay. Do people remember so, what that is? Winners and losers Maybe clearly not. lost. It yeah. was a loser, a big loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of gives us an idea as far as uh, I, I'm. What I'm gathering from this is that the audience likes the informative part. Yeah. You know the versus uh, the silly, the yeah. Easter yeah. eggs and the filmmaking process, which is cool because yeah. we yeah. love talking about it. Yeah, it's true. But we like to interject some humor, too. That's personally my favorite is the egg drops. I mean, I... Mine, too. I voted for egg drops. It kind of shows because I I bring tons of egg drops to the the podcast each time. Hey, man, (laughs) we love your eggs. Don't worry. Thank you. I love eggs, too. Keep boiling them. (laughs) I prefer scrambled. (laughs) Scrambled, too. Boiling them? What... Well, yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. We don't have to talk about it. It's fine. Steven, please tell us the eighth podcast for season two. All right, guys. The eighth podcast for season two is. Drumroll. True Grit will be doing the one that came out most recently, not the original. Uh, this one stars 
Jeff Bridges, uh, Matt Damon, and uh, Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. In her first role ever. First Western of the podcast, too. Do you guys like Westerns? I hate Westerns. <laughs> With a passion. <laughs> I've seen even this one? Even this one? I've never seen it, but I, I, this is one I will watch. Okay, awesome. I think I've seen a total of three Westerns in my entire life. The first of which was Shane back in the day at school. Uh, they made us watch that. I don't remember much about it. The second one was 310 to Yuma with Christian Bale and uh, Russell Crowe. Yes. And then the last one was True Grit. I don't think I've seen a, a Western since then, but there are some that I'd like to catch if they're ever on TV. I think Westerns kind of catch a bad rap sometimes just by the sheer number of them that exist, you know, and not not all of them are, are winners. Yeah, they seem very formulaic to me. Uh, does Shanghai Noon count as a Western? No. <laughs> Too comedic. What about Back to the Future 3? <laughs> no. no. Definitely not. No? No. Okay, then I haven't seen many, many Westerns, oh apparently. God. That's hilarious, though. Um, okay. Here's, here's hoping that that podcast... Because I'm... Uh, sorry, but I'm willing to bet that lots of listeners probably share the same sentiment towards that genre of movies. So let's see if this one might change some minds. Never know. We'll see. All right, Stephen. Please announce the best hit of category. Stop reading oh. the card. Oh. No, no, I, I pull, I, I, I grab it wrong. That's what's wrong. Okay. The nominees for best hit a take. Edgar's overpriced item. Jacob's most hated tech. Juana's chef's kiss. Brian's vexing issues. Steven's oh my God moment. And the winner is... Brian's vexing issues. Really? Wow. Yeah, this I mean, is... I could see it because that's our chance to really eviscerate a movie if we need to. Yeah. I think they like it when we nitpick. Yeah? Yeah. When and we find even inconsistencies like, and, you know. The plot holes, holes and all and, that. Yeah, I could see that. So, um, kind of behind the scenes here. This was another close one. Uh, the votes were spread uh, across most of the uh, options. And uh, I guess without revealing names, I, I know for a fact that the very last vote we received today is what swung this category, and it actually changed the outcome. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Well, what would crazy. have been the, the winner otherwise? The winner otherwise would have been Edgar's overpriced item. And that's what I voted for. And I... That's what we all voted for. You yeah, voted for it too, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Because that is by far my favorite to talk about. It's just yeah. so funny sometimes. It's so yeah. funny to look for them in yes. the movies and then yes. talk about them. Yeah. Because we seem pic- to find a lot of different ones, too. And then right. picturing putting Edgar in the movie <laughs> to say it's overpriced. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. that's we, we should have done, and this is my fault for not thinking about it until right now. We should have done, like, an overall season one, what was the most overpriced item for oh, season man. one. Like, I really love and remember the Domino's pizza from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just saying, like, God, this was, like, 1989 or 1990. It's, like, $14 for pizza? Like, a single? It's, like, a medium. It's, like, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it didn't for look like a large to me. Yeah, no. And it looked like a, a medium. It might have been a large. I don't know. But still, 14 bucks back then. Shrinkflation. Like, right, right now, I can get a Little Caesars for $6. Yeah. Each one of the turtles was getting like two slices <laughs> yeah. out of that pizza. Two yeah. slices? That's not enough. <laughs> oh, man. I love those hit of takes. I, I, I just... To me, it's, it's an inside joke that everyone gets to be in on. Yeah. 
Once they figure it out, yeah. I think it's taken some time, and hopefully it's growing on our audience because they don't know all of us personally necessarily. Uh, but I think at this point they kind of know what to expect, and I think that makes it uh, funnier for them, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, because it's staying. <laughs> Alrighty. Now I get to announce the best movie moment, which I am excited to do. I'm excited about this, yes, too. Yes, this is, this okay. is good. Can, strong, I, can, strong I preface it, can I preface this right now? By saying I actually will not blow up at this one, because um, they're all because they're all good. This was aside from Best Picture, that was this was the absolute hardest mm-hmm. thing for me to pick. Same, same. For me. I can legitimately make a case for every single nominee yep. here. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so listener, you can be pleased that they will not rage at you. I'm for, not raging. They won't insult you for picking not uh, on this one. I can't the, the wrong movie. I'll rage on another one, but they not are this one. All very strong contenders. Yep, we can't rage. Alrighty, the nominees for best movie moment: the airport fight, Captain America: Civil War, Edmond escapes the Chateau d'If, the Count of Monte Cristo. Jim Gordon is revealed to be alive, The Dark Knight. Smile, you son of a... Jaws. Maverick and Iceman reunite, Top Gun Maverick. And the groupie for best movie moment goes to... The Airport Fight, Captain Marcus is revealed. Okay, I'm not raging. I'm not raging. But that was not my top right pick. Well, listener, they are clearly disappointed. You can see it on their faces. <laughs> that if you was, would hear. That, that, I mean, I said I can make a case for all of these. Yeah, and that's yes, true. The airport fight is is, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I think it was just uh, not in my top three out of the five. Com- compared to okay. compared to these, it's okay. I'm yeah. a man of my word. I'm not going to because it, it really is not a great. It's a great moment. I feel like that airport fight is. Like one of the yeah. best moments of, you know, that phase of the MCU because it's you have the introduction of new characters, you have a chance for them to like. I mean, yeah, they're pulling their punches, but still, it's a good, uh, you know, it, it's a good and different interaction between established hey, characters. Where are you from? Wait, are, are, am I Brooklyn or am I Queens? You're Queens. Sorry, you just ruined the whole thing. <laughs> Forget it. All right. Next, for those that say I'm a Captain America nut hugger, I did not vote for Captain America in this. <laughs> what did uh, you? What did you vote for? I voted for Jaws. Did you just say nut hugger? Yes. <laughs> One, I've never heard that before. You've never and heard two, it before. I don't know if we can get away with that. <laughs> are you not? You on, are you not on that's the internet? Expression. That's an expression, dude. That sounds bad. Nah. Yeah, it is bad. <laughs> It's on the internet. You're not on the internet, apparently. That's everywhere. Know. That's old. Jaws is a great pick. What did you vote for on this one? What did I vote for, Andy? Do you remember? So I have it. Both of you voted for Maverick and Iceman reunited. That's what I'm talking about. And that was Andy's a beautiful. Slap. If the category had been most beautiful moment, I would have picked that. It's It was so hard. Dude, like I said, legitimately, I, I can make a case for all of these, but I, I'm not going to do that. I, 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 either I cried or I almost cried at that scene. Oh man! Oh, because boy. there's different types of movie moments. Is the thing that's the thing, yeah. And yeah. here you've got a few different ones. There's one that's exciting. You've got a couple that are exciting. Uh, you've got another one that's just epic. You've got another one that's sentimental, and then mm-hmm. you've got another one that's very emotional, mm-hmm. cathartic. Okay, so I didn't know that Val Kilmer was sick 
until after this movie. Oh, so you didn't. That it, I, it, 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 it lost a little bit of the effect. Mm-hmm. After the fact, I'm like, oh, wow, that meant more to me than that scene. Yeah. I didn't know, so I didn't understand. I didn't have the context of what was mm. happening in that movie. It makes a difference, yeah. Yeah. As yep. far as Jaws goes, and I think Steve will agree, for me, that is like a seminal moment of my childhood, the first time I watched it, and that is to date still one of my favorite movie moments. It's top five, yeah. top ten, mm-hmm. no, no question, no, no question. doubt. Yeah. It is yep. one of the most yep. important there. and favorite movie moments for me it's and there. so for for that reason i couldn't pick anything other than jaws it's so great totally, because, totally understandable yeah. you know it's it's like all this tension's building up in you yes you're just like what's gonna yes. happen the boat is sinking he's, yes he's on the top of it he's just like about to drown and uh, he's got moments the shark's coming right to him the music's ramping up like oh my yeah. gosh what's gonna yeah. happen what's gonna happen and what's you know what he's yeah. trying to do yes and, and he's, he's just and, not and, hitting and you it. can't do it and it's just like he's got seconds left yes and then all of a sudden it turns into that you know famous line followed by an explosion and you get then this not only this relief but you jump out of your chair and you want to be like yes yes uh Um, so it's it's yeah yeah just a great sequence yeah all righty brian please tell us the penultimate the ninth episode of season two what we will what will we be covering drum roll please Born Supremacy. Yeah. Action classic. Love it. There's going to be a lot to talk about. I'm pretty sure there's more eggs than what we think there's going to be. I really, I got to admit, I suggested this one. I don't think otherwise it would have been on the list, but I am so happy that it made it on there. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, I'll go ahead and say right now that is my favorite of the Born films, and I hope to be able to go into detail as to why. Are we all bringing our fake passports to that one? Or, I'm sorry, does anyone else have fake passports, or is it just me? You just have one? I have multiple. <laughs> I've also got currency yeah, from lots of different countries. Say, currencies. You yeah. got? You still got your gun, man? You got your Glock? I, I, I won't go there um, and say that, but I will be speaking in different languages during the pod. Nice. Just to, you know, give it that whole, like, international espionage kind Very of nice. Authentic feel. Yeah, Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Might even get a, a haircut, kind of like Matt Damon, if I can pull it off. Right. Can we do an international potluck after? Hmm. That's good. Yeah. Also, somebody in that in that pot is getting body slammed right someone's getting beat up you see that bottle of vodka over there at a certain point i'm just gonna splash it on my shoulder <laughs> even though you're, there's no wound or there's anything no wound. i'm just gonna do it <laughs> well that's better than getting a bottle of vodka smashed on your head so. yeah i thought that's where he was going with it <laughs> yeah i i i really do love the born franchise and this is i think pretty clearly the best movie it's debatable a lot of people say that it's the first one you know i i get it uh for me it's the second one hands down i've seen all three films multiple times at a certain point the third one was my favorite but no it's two two is the best two is the highlight i agree um for me and um i, I can go into to more uh, about well that let's let's i'm glad this is on on the mic and recorded because let's see if that holds up after your latest rewatch Mm. we'll see we will there's lots of discussion to be had it will yeah it, it, it wouldn't have been necessarily one of my choices for season two but i'm glad we'll get to do it yeah i'm gonna watch identity right before it all right that way i can really you yeah know, that's a good idea nail, you know. i might do the same all right we've reached the best podcast moment that's our third to last award 
Brian, can you please tell us the nominees? Absolutely. And there were many moments uh, to choose from, but unfortunately we had to go with five nominees, and they are the sled commercial, Citizen Kane. Team Cap versus Team Tony argument in Captain America Civil War. JoJo's bizarre intro, JoJo Rabbit. Brian is gushing, Citizen Kane. And Andy gets slapped, Anchorman. And the winner, the groupie award for best podcast moment goes to. Are you? Oh, is it a? It's a tie. It is a tie. It's a tie. Wow. Oh, I like it. Brian's gushing in Citizen Kane, and Andy gets slapped in Anchorman. Man, I love the Andy slap. Wow. I was very offended. How many votes? I, <laughs> I I didn't vote for either one of those. Just letting you know, I legit picked the Team Cat versus Team Tony argument. That's I thought the that one, was really good. That was an gun? hour of like fire coming out of everybody probably because it's not a moment it's half an episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I that was uncomfortable for me so i thought that must be uncomfortable for the the listener <laughs> really yeah i think so oh man i loved it <laughs> it was four on one of course you liked it yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was definitely stacked against you man i'm sorry yeah. but you know i could do it all day <laughs> <laughs> nice reference but like, seriously though like gushing i wasn't the only one gushing okay all right, we were all gushing together. That's you were labeled as the gusher, so therefore it's your your title <laughs> to be taken. Maybe Stephen will outgush you during Born Supremacy, <laughs> but I doubt it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man, you will get slapped again before this episode is over. Just so you know. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> all right, Stephen. Best podcast episode. Ooh. Shouldn't Please. we do worst first? No. Okay. He wants the worst. Please tell us the nominees. Okay. The nominees for best podcast episode. Captain America, Civil War. The Dark Knight. Top Gun Maverick. Jojo Rabbit. Anchorman. And the award goes to... The Dark Knight. I am very pleased with that. Yep. I honestly, I, I think that the finale of the season, we kind of found our footing as far as the flow of the podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, and we were informative enough, we were entertaining enough. I feel like just overall, that was the one to pick. The balance was there. I think so. The experience was there. And he's about to disagree. I really hope it was because of the quality of the podcast and that that shows growth. That you know, episode one versus episode ten, we've just kind of found our our flow and our voice. And it wasn't the movie. I hope it's not just because they really like the Dark Knight, Mm. the movie. I mean, it could be. It could. It could be with these listeners that we have. But then again, the better the movie, the better the discussion. Sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, just as an interesting fact, the the second. Uh, second run or the, or the runner up what, what would you guys think it is from Maverick. that list Maverick uh, I'm gonna say Jojo Rabbit it was Maverick oh yep. yeah. wow yep and I think also because the the discussion everything flowed very well in that episode I liked it yeah that was a good one mm-hmm. yeah but I mean 
hey, in my opinion, they were all good. Yeah. It's hard to pick up. I don't think we had any stinkers, personally, yeah. but we're about to get to stinkers. <laughs> well, the listeners disagree. <laughs> oh, man. We'll get to that here in a minute. Oh, boy. All righty. So now I'm going to announce the season two finale. Actually, let's do something different. Ooh. Changing it up. Changing the script. Let's all announce it. <gasps> so there's a, a surprise, a twist for this one. Okay. So I feel like we can each announce part of this surprise in the reveal. Mm-hmm. You guys catch my drift? I do. Yes. I do. All righty. Yes. So I will reveal the first part of the podcast. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, and Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. So, for the season two finale, we wanted to go big or go home. So, we will be covering the entire Star Wars original trilogy, episodes four, five, and six. Woo! Man, God bless all of you. Because you're going to listen to like a three-hour podcast. <laughs> minimum. No, we, minimum, it's going to be three hours. We are not going to go three hours. We're, we're hitting we're the three-hour mark. We're not going hour. three hours. I think listeners, we will. Listeners, I feel don't like worry. we can do a don't speed worry. run over Empire since it's the less, the least important we're, of the three. With, with, don't troll. Oh, stop. <laughs> don't even start trolling right now. No, but now. with Andy's egg drops alone on a trilogy. Look. Oh, my God. We're, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it. Okay. Don't worry. We're not going three hours with it. There's no way we're doing three hours. Yeah, we're Maybe going, two. We're going three. If we have the guests that we're hoping to get, it may go four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, prepare yourself, man. We're going to need an intermission on that we're one. We're going to need diapers. We're going to need two intermissions on that one. Will you release it in two parts? Two parts? Thank you. <laughs> Wouldn't it be three parts? <laughs> well, I mean, you I guess... You cut Empire in the middle? I guess you could, but I guess it all That's depends on how... That's disrespectful to Empire to cut it, it down the, in the middle. It depends on how you do... Like each segment of the pot. Like, are we doing each segment in order and covering the three movies? Are we doing we'll talk like about the entire? This later. Yeah, exactly. We'll figure, out the we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, but man, what if we're in store for such a finale? Oh man, yeah. Talk about going big. Whew. Yeah, we're very excited about all the Can't choices. Go bigger than out of space. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Guess you're right. Yeah. Technically, you're right. <laughs> we we are very excited. To get to season two and cover all these movies, Uh, they're all movies that that we love or we respect. Yep. And so we're anxious to get to season two and uh, share share our love of these movies with all of you. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, listeners, we've reached the last category of our groupie awards, our first occasional groupie awards. It's been fun, guys. I love occasional. It's so good. It's worst podcast episode. And why, why you gotta do save this for last, man? You're gonna end this with a downer, and well, hopefully nobody takes it personally. Sometimes just worse just means not the best. I say we just skip this award entirely. <laughs> yeah, no, we needed an even number, so this is where we ended up with. I'm gonna bleep this out in post, <laughs> so no one's gonna know what the worst one was. If you guys had to guess, worst podcast episode, what did the listeners vote? I didn't even want to vote on this one. So Neither did I. Funny enough, I made, out of all the, the, the votes, all the survey questions, this was the only one that was optional. It didn't require you to put in an answer for that reason. I knew some people wouldn't want to. I'm glad. And one person did not vote. 
Oh, out one of us? Per- one, no, one person that submitted votes on every other question. Oh, actually skipped it. Okay. Yes. I, I remember what I chose, uh, and it might sound controversial at first, but I can <laughs> I can explain later. But let's hear it. Let's, let, let, let's just hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. The nominees for worst podcast episode. Jaws. <laughs> Citizen Kane. The Count of Monte Cristo. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ocean's Eleven. And the groupie for worst podcast episode goes to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Man. No matter which one was picked, I was going to be sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So here's the good news. Even Mm -hmm. though it was a significant loss, I won't say win, for (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I really don't think that was a reflection of the quality of the podcast. I think it was people thinking, I got to pick one. And I really think people did not like that movie. If they watched it as a result of the podcast or they already mm. seen it before, I really think that that was people's least favorite of all the movies we covered in season one. So they're, they're conflating the quality of the movie with the, with the episode itself. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go to sleep believing that. Mm-hmm. That's you know, okay. I will too. That's fine. That's good. That's good. Because I stand by that movie just like I stand by Steve Rogers. I will fight any of oh you. Oh my God. Why bring up Steve Rogers yeah, again? Man. I mean, your comment Since- was really nice until you got to that part. <laughs> Can we edit it out? Or? Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> no, okay. leave it in. It's fine. Alrighty. Well, Man. We have uh, given away 20 awards tonight. How about a round of applause for the show? Props to Andy, too, man. I mean, you, you did a phenomenal job putting this together, honestly. Yeah. Really good, man. Yeah. Thank you. It led to it led to good discussion, good good suspenseful moments too. I liked it. It a was little cool. bit of rage. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of rage. I so was very surprised that's calmed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting to get heated in this episode, and sure enough, here we are. All right. Well, we we end every podcast with last looks. Is there any comment you guys want to make? And I guess we'll direct it towards specific what you're grateful for from season one, or what you're most looking forward to about season two. Oh, man. Do you want to start? I'll keep it simple. Uh, Really grateful for the opportunity to be able to do this with you guys. Mm -hmm. I know without a doubt that uh, you two are the right people for this. And uh, I'm so glad that you decided to say yes to this idea of mine. Um, Love you guys and let's keep going. Let's let's milk this thing, man. And let's do it just to have fun uh, and to have something that we can look back on later on and and listen to again and just relive these conversations about something that we're all passionate about movies Uh, season two is going to be awesome can't wait i think it's going to be even better than season one yeah i i agree i agree with everything you just said i'm super happy that we had a chance to do this i feel like this podcast has done so much in in such a short amount of time and i've loved our conversations it's kind of uh, uh rekindled my love for movies both you know what what you see and what happens behind the scenes too and and uh we have you know we, we've already made lots of great memories i i personally really like uh all of the the guest hosts that we've had and been able to appreciate 
their unique takes and perspectives on on the movies as well. So I'm happy that we're going to keep that uh, as part of our format. And like Steven said, season two, I think that we've got a, a great mix. We, we, we made some good choices and I'm really, really excited to see what we come up with next. Thank you, guys. Uh, I'll just wrap by saying um, whether or not anybody listened to these, I would still want to do it. And if we decided never to record another one, I would still want to do it because I just love talking about movies with you guys and all the people that we've had on here. Thanks, man. So yeah, I agree. Same way. 100%. We will, uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Season 2 is coming up pretty soon. Uh, stay tuned for updates on social media on our Instagram platform. Um, follow grp.film group film uh, and we'll we'll let you know when the season two premiere will be dropping. Thanks no, guys. No death threats. And cut.